All right, welcome into the podcast, Raised by Movies podcast. Uh, I'm your usual host, Tim, and I'm here with the boys, Nick and Chris. Uh, Nick, you want to say hello? Oh, we're saying hi. 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 Uh, Yeah, so today we're talking about The Little Things, um, which is the recent uh, HBO release starring uh, Denzel Washington and uh, Rami Malek and um, Jared Leto. Uh, So why don't I just give you all a quick rundown of it and we'll jump in from there. So basically the movie follows two cops as they take turns buying each other breakfast. That's that's probably the best way I could explain it. Mm. Um, But if I had to explain it a little bit better, uh, basically Denzel is a disgraced police officer. We don't really find that out, find out why that is until the end of the movie. He returns to uh, Los Angeles, I think, and then helps. He he's sort of the old dog teaching Rami the old tricks, and uh, Rami is kind of along for the ride. And then the focus of the movie kind of turns towards how they chase the bad guy, Jared Leto. Um, and then it kind of caps off in sort of this very somber kind of strange way in which Rami thinks that he's done something wrong, which to be fair, he has. Um, but then Denzel tries to make him feel better by buying him a barrette, um, which is about the, about, <laughs> about the most temporary solution I could have thought of. Um, yeah, any comments on the synopsis? Uh, were there a lot of breakfast scenes? <laughs> I just, it felt, I think, I think at least two or three times someone said, Hey, let me buy you breakfast. That's true. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think, I think there was only one breakfast scene per se, but I can, there's at least one other scene where they're drinking coffee. So, oh, you know what? Actually, there were two breakfast scenes. You know what? Let's not worry about the breakfast scenes. <laughs> 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 sure, we should. We should probably hash this out real quick. How many breakfast scenes? Two? I'm thinking two, because I remember he run, Rami runs into Denzel in the breakfast yeah. place, but then they also have breakfast at Rami's place. Right. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's you're true. right. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Okay. So I think well, I'm glad we got that sorted. Yeah. Oh, no. No, because, and, but then he has, he just has coffee with the other cop, but it's like, like that's six, not breakfast, though. That's right. coffee. It's a yeah. breakfast drink, though. But it's not breakfast. Right. Like exactly. if you if you went to go get breakfast with someone and all they did was say, "Well, let's have coffee," uh-huh. you'd be disappointed. It's not breakfast. Right. Well, uh, yeah. I guess that's true. Yeah. I guess if I said, "Let's go get breakfast," and I just got coffee, like you'd think that was weird. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad we got that figured out. Let's talk about the true star of this film, um, the dying star. Mm, maybe I didn't mean to say that. Let's talk about Jared Leto's performance. <laughs> He's not dying. He's not, he's not dying. <laughs> I wish he was dead. Okay, let's not. Hey, no. <laughs> let's not invite a police investigator. That dude, all right, I don't want to judge, but that dude looks like he sucks. Yeah, it does look like he sucks. Um, and plus, didn't he have some underage allegations? Uh, I don't know about that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to comment. Are you talking okay. about the the man himself, not the actor? Probably. I mean, well, hang on. <laughs> Oh, I mean, there's rumors uh, that have been floated about uh, Jared Leto and uh, how he he tours with his band and he has underage groupies. Wow. Mm. Well, um, but anyway, allegedly, yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's cap that off with allegedly. <laughs> um, 
yeah, but let's talk about Jared Leto in this movie, who I think far and away um, was was one of the worst portrayals of any sort of serial killer or psychopathic I've ever seen on film. Um, I'm not sure who he was playing. Um, it felt like maybe he had seen himself playing the Joker at one point and then was like trying to recreate that. Um, and I think what, what stood out for me the most, and you guys will almost definitely agree with this, I'm sure, is the way that he walked, was the way he walked around. It looked like, it looked like he had started pooping and then had suddenly stopped and then was trying to walk, but like looked kind of cool doing it, you know, like not like he was running to the bathroom. Like he was constantly trying to run to the bathroom to finish up his half poop. Yeah. Huh. I didn't even really notice his walk, but now that you said that, um, I can think about what his body posture is like, and that makes sense. Right? Yeah. 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 He's constantly running, running to the bathroom. And also his stomach looked like they had shoved like a travel pillow underneath his shirt. Yeah. Yes. Very fake. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, to go along with that, I, it was one of those things that I feel like, I mean, his walk at least was one of those things that felt like, like when he was coming up with this character, he was like, Oh, you know what? I'll make him walk different. And Mm. um, I think that, I think that part just failed. Um. Yeah, honestly, I thought that he did. Uh, he was the best part of that movie. Really, he was the best yeah. part. Hmm. Yeah, I actually didn't think his acting was bad. Oh, I thought it was horrible. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I mean, I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think it was bad. I didn't think. I thought actually, uh, Rami Mal- Malik Malek. Rami. Rami. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if his acting was worse because I think he just kind of had less to go on. But I liked his performance less than uh, Jared Leto's. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So, so real quick then, ranking the three leads for this movie, uh, Denzel and Rami and Jared, how would you where, where would you put how would you put them when first to last? In terms of like number one, I would say Jared Leto, and then mm-hmm. Rami, and then Denzel. Wow, you thought Zell was the worst? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Hmm. What do you think, Chris? Um, so, wait, Nick, yours was? Leto, Rami, Denzel. Hmm. Uh, gosh, well, the thing is, I'm tempted to put Denzel Washington at the top, but my thing is, is that that's just like such a Denzel performance that he gave. Like, right. It's just him, I feel like. Um, and he does that well, you know, sometimes you just need, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, it's like, it's like Brad Pitt and Moneyball, you know, like you just kind of need somebody to stand there and and be a movie star. And sometimes you just need somebody to stand there and be Denzel. Hmm. Um, and to his credit, he he plays Denzel well. (laughs) True. Well, I'd hope so. (laughs) Um, worrying if the opposite was true. So I guess uh, maybe I'd put him at one, but like I don't think that was. I don't think he really did any acting. But I said mm-hmm. Denzel first, then Jared, and then uh, Remy. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think those are some fair points. I think um, for myself, I would I would put I would put Denzel first for sure. I think he was doing Denzel. Um, just the rest of the movie just didn't really live up to Denzel. Um, Rami, I guess, would be second, but he's only like one percent away from from third place which would be jared 
Yeah, he just looks he just looks so interesting that I I it's almost hard to read what he's doing with his face. At least yeah. for me. Yeah. No, I, yeah, no, I I 100% agree. It's like distracting. You're talking yeah. about Jared Leto? No, R- no Rami. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's a good-looking man. Is he? I think he's, yeah. He's unique for sure. Huh. Yeah, I don't see it, but I don't know. He's just not my type. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I think that caps off discussion about the acting. I think uh, Nick, once you talk to us, yeah, let's talk about the best line I've heard in a movie in a long time. I think. Sure. Like, do you want to? Yeah. Do you want to do it in character? Do you want to give us the line in character? Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. let's set the scene first. They're in the interrogation room. Uh-huh. They're showing Jared Leto the pictures of the murders that are they're trying to squeeze him for information trying to make him sweat and denzel walks into the room and after a little bit he he steps towards jared leto and says why is that but why is that why is that and why is that wait hold on one sec what was the line again which line? The line you're why getting. is why is why is why is your dick harder than Chinese arithmetic? Why is your dick harder than Chinese arithmetic? Why Hang is on. that? Ben? Hang on, you're gonna have to do it over again because we need a clean one if you want to do the whole thing. Why is his dick harder than Chinese arithmetic? That's my Denzel. Oh, that's <laughs> oh. I, yeah, yeah. It was a great Denzel. Yeah. I I don't know who uh, who who writes that. <laughs> and if that's like I don't know. I I've never heard that phrase before. Yeah, me me either. Um I, I read that this or I heard that this movie was written in the nineteen nineties, so maybe that was right. a, a popular phrase back then. Yeah, his dick's harder than a Chinese rhythmic. Yeah, it was also something to note. It was written by the same guy who did um, The Blind Side hmm. with Sandra Bullock, and she adopts an inner city um, black high schooler. Hmm. Yeah. I thought uh, Michael Lewis did that. Who? The runner? Wait, Michael, isn't his name Michael? Who, who wrote Moneyball? That's Michael Lewis. Michael Lewis. Yeah, didn't he write uh, The Blind Side? I don't know. I thought it was this the same guy, the same writer-director. Well, okay. Maybe you're right. I, I, I thought it was Michael Lewis. Well, re- regardless, the line didn't land. And it's, No, it landed. I mean, it's also like vaguely racist, too. Yeah. Maybe not vaguely. Probably just plainly. Wait, isn't like arithmetic, isn't that kind of like a universal constant? Like, isn't that how we talk? Like, Chinese arithmetic is the same as, I don't know, Egyptian arithmetic, same as, right? right? But, but they have Chinese letters, and that's why it's more difficult. <laughs> yeah, and that's the racist part. Right, yeah. So that wasn't a good line, but it made me laugh. I was watching it alone, and it made oh. me laugh really hard. Yeah, I definitely paused for a second when I heard that. And I was like, what did he just say? 
Yeah. Yeah. I had the, I had the same reaction as Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Caught me was, off guard. It was an odd choice for sure. Uh, Nick, was there one more line you wanted to touch on? Yeah. I guess that Jared Leto is supposed to be kind of some weird psychopath serial killer. And the reason why he talks the way he does and he, he doesn't swear mm-hmm. except for maybe like once when he like breaks character or like pretends that he's no longer a regular person. He's actually a serial killer towards the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. But like, I think it was definitely a choice that they made him use like childish words, but mm-hmm. it came off as weird. Like when he, he had a line that said, uh, he was making Rami Malik dig a bunch of holes. He says, oh, poop. I think I just made a boo-boo or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like something a 10-year-old would say or, I don't know, a 7-year-old or something. Mm-hmm. I get why they did that, but it, I don't know. There's, it's, uh, it's like trying too hard to be a third grader almost. Yeah, it's like trying too hard to be creepy. Right. Yes. Yeah. 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 And I think, yeah, I, I, I think, I think what, maybe the head that we're coming to is like this movie felt like very tonally kind of, kind of deaf and like everybody seemed to be in like a different movie at times. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Nick, for the analysis of, of some of the script. Um, yes. Uh, Chris, I think you had something you, you wanted to bring up as well um, about how the movie could be different. Yeah, and and maybe like a natural segue from you saying there was some tonal deafness and mm-hmm. and um, because I mean I'm assuming people have seen the movie, so you kind of find out at the end that Denzel Washington uh, kind of murdered this young lady at a crime scene, mm-hmm. um, and then he gets essentially the his partner and the. Uh, Who's the person who checks out dead bodies? What do you call them? Coroner. 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 Yeah. To um, to you know essentially uh, lie about how she died and say she was killed by the serial killer that they were hunting. And I, I I don't know. I'm not like a super smart sociologically forward-minded person, but you know it is interesting that you kind of have this trope of like this black cop, white cop. And this movie kind of fit into it, although that wasn't like a pervasive theme. Um, but I do wonder because Denzel Washington is this lead black detective. The coroner is this black woman. Uh, his partner is this white guy. Um, you know, Denzel's responsible for this murder uh, and then they cover it up. And I'm just wondering if it was the, uh, if it was a white lead detective and not Denzel Washington and a white coroner I think that would really change the uh, kind of tone of the movie in the sense that it's these white police officers who are now committing murder and covering up for it. And it, it even happens right a second time. That's kind of how the movie ends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just kind of this whole thing about like the thin blue line and mm-hmm. like maybe these cops really are corrupt. And uh, this, this is like kind of like a way of softening the blow of being like, oh, like, look, these cops do 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 these things but they do with like these right intentions and Mm -hmm. and maybe it's not always so clear cut maybe like 
you know, if a serial killer is, is killed because somebody loses their cool for a second, well, like, is it really that bad of a thing? It's kind of what it seemed like the movie was could could have been saying and was saying, although I don't think it was saying it intentionally. No, definitely not. I think that, yeah, uh, not only this is probably just some stupid bottle, but like, who brings the body to the coroner's office? Yeah, uh, like, and surely other people like know like could see that she wasn't stabbed multiple times right like you can't just throw that body into the back of denzel's car and drive it to the coroner right yeah yeah i don't know yeah in the way that it was shot at the very end where it's like denzel looking all badass like burning all of jared leto's shit Mm -hmm. is saying like oh look how cool these cops are getting away with murdering someone yeah and i think even even beyond murdering someone murdering someone who there was no evidence that he killed anyone not that killing anyone is like um justification for murdering them but like he he i mean there was nothing to suggest that jared leto actually killed anyone um he was just sort of the victim of rami's inability to contain his own anger and emotion and like all, and I think the like one of the strange ideas to come away from that is like, yeah, it's okay for cops to get angry and kill people because they might be murderers, even though there's no evidence of that. And it's like not even might be murderers, like they are not murderers. Do you think that he murdered someone though? I mean, there was no, I mean, what, I think the evidence the movie gave us that no, no, he didn't murder anyone. Right. But if you were a cop, let's say, and you had to go with your gut. What do you think? Uh, well, luckily, I'm not a police officer because I think that would be a really difficult job for a lot of reasons. Um, but I also don't think that that justifies killing someone. So I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I guess I don't understand where you're going with this. I want you to admit that you'd murder him. Oh, no, I wouldn't murder him. <laughs> Please. I mean, I'm also not a police officer, so I, you know, me saying I wouldn't murder him is like not doesn't mean anything. It just means I'm I wouldn't murder someone. Right. Yeah. Are you what happens? To, are you trying to what? ask that you would murder him? Oh, of course. Did you did you not see how creepy he was? <laughs> I would murder him. Yes. Yes, I would. For our, for our new listeners, this is an example of irony that Nick likes to bring to the podcast. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then he won't let it go. Uh. What were we just saying? You're uh, saying something about I'm talking about how it's okay to murder people if they're weird. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. Um, any last thoughts on this? Um, I was. I think maybe I'm jumping the gun here, but one reviewer just described it as aggressively fine, and I thought that was like a perfect summation of this. Hmm. Interesting. Aggressively fine aggressively fine i i mean in terms of the way it looks it looked fine but in terms of like characters and acting and writing and the message it was one of the worst movies i've seen i think like some of the character motivations were just so stupid like rami malik and denzel decide to like stop being detectives for a little bit 
where Denzel walks away from the car, then Jared Leto lures Rami Malik out. And yeah. Rami just like does whatever he says. He's like, yeah. Jared Leto's like, get in this car. Well, okay, I guess <laughs> I guess he's getting in the car and like I guess he's digging all these holes with his back turned to a who he thinks is a serial killer. I thought for sure he was gonna get murdered. Oh just digging those holes. Yeah. I and then so. they wouldn't be able to find his body. Yeah, that would have been a better ending. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think that maybe changing the ending. Yeah, I don't know. Like somehow portraying the police in a bad light might have actually mm. been a better ending somehow instead of making it look like they were justified. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I missed some things. I don't. I don't think they were really like. Uh, I I don't think they were really like exalting that facet of the movie like i i think you're right that like den we're supposed to buy that like denzel is like i don't know somehow okay um because he's trying to make uh remy's character feel better by buying him a barrette um but but i think me and i don't know but it seemed like this movie was such like a slow sort of burner like the pacing was didn't really vary too much it stayed pretty constant throughout um, and it was enough to keep me interested, but I wasn't like totally invested either. I was curious to see where it was going to go next. Um, and so, so I, I don't know. I didn't think like the climax was was super dramatic or anything. Mm-hmm. I forgot where I was going with this, but uh, yeah, would you just say Nick? Uh, that I thought that it was terrible, and you thought uh, you said it was aggressively fine. Yeah, I thought it was aggressively fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think aggressively fine is like a, a major compliment to this movie because I agree mm-hmm. with Nick. I think this was absolute garbage. And uh, but I, but I do want to agree with Chris that the pacing was good and it kept my interest. So I, I don't think I was ever really that bored or bored during the movie. But yeah, it was terrible still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this does actually seem like a movie you would not like, Tim, because you didn't like, um, gosh, what was the one with uh, Fassbender in Mexico or something? Oh, Counselor? Yeah, The Counselor. And yeah, I, don't I don't know. I don't anyone liked that movie. Yeah, I didn't like it. Dad, but I I it. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, I mean, it's kind of the same where it's like, in terms of like these plot points, it really didn't jump around too, like this, uh, it didn't really jump around too much. It was like, you kind of watch it, it was like, oh, oh, okay. At least that was my impression. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's interesting. Maybe I maybe I do need a little more, uh, <laughs> a little more action in my movies because um, the, the fact that both of you guys said that you weren't bored by this movie, like one of the things I judge movies by is like how often I look at my phone um, to check the time or to pause the movie to see how long is left. And I know I did that at least one of those things at least three times, like while the movie was going on. And that's a lot. Like if I do it once, I probably like don't really like the movie. Uh, but to do it three times is like a pretty good indicator of where I'm at uh, on on the movie. Um, that, that might be a good scale to rate movies on. Like how often you look at your phone? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Maybe. We'll have to integrate it in, in there somewhere. Um, yeah. yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we move on just briefly? Because um, I did want to. I did want to address 
just this. I don't even know if I wanted. To, I, I, just thinking, like this movie felt like it was going to be like Seven. Did it, was I the only one that felt that way? I thought it was going to. I think it was a poor man's True Detective. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It certainly had the look of like a very slick look. Mm-hmm. I would say, and that's what reminded me the most of Seven. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I guess like you would expect it to be like a standard buddy cop serial killer thriller mm-hmm. yeah had all and, the elements yeah it definitely had all those elements i just don't think it executed on on very many if any of them this movie was just yeah. bad the more i talk about it, the less i like it and this movie i'll, I'll never watch again because i don't ever need to see it again yeah, that's fair i i'm i'm in no rush to watch it again yeah i would burn this movie if i had a physical copy of it wow Maybe just burn your TV instead. Mm-hmm. I don't have a TV. You're one of those people that doesn't have a TV, but so, but watches their computer twenty four seven. Yes, yes, and my phone. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, why don't we just wrap up here? Any other last little thoughts? Anything you want to discuss? But what what would you do to make this film better? Hmm. I would set fire to Nick's computer. I would. Um... I would change the ending for sure. Mm-hmm. I would make the ending uh, that, that somehow imply at least stronger. I think they, they did kind of have a little bit of a sad ending, but I would say really hammer home the fact that like, this is a problem. And even in the media that we consume and the movies that we watch, like cops getting away with murder is a bad thing. And I think that this missed a critique that it very easily could have put into this movie hmm. yeah. yeah sorry i was just gonna ask you what you think chris yeah i think maybe they should have just just focused on one detective's uh kind of how they become obsessed and then make a mistake or something like that so maybe i you know maybe just focus just on what happened to denzel five years earlier Mm-hmm. and like right. what drew him to a case and then i don't know i'd like to see some more tension between like cops acting immorally and ideally them being held accountable for that mm-hmm. in some shape or form sure yeah um there was one, there was a sorry there is i guess there was one more thing i wanted to talk about briefly was <laughs> why did denzel buy a barrette I don't understand that because they didn't catch the killer. So the next time the killer kills someone, Rami is going to know that Denzel lied to him. Like that's, that's about the most meaningless gesture thing I've ever seen on film. Well, I think that that's where you see how tone deaf this movie is. Cause I think the movie is saying that he was the serial killer and that the cops got away with murder. And so I don't, I think that the reason, the whole reason why we had the backstory of Denzel who killed a victim and then went through a whole bunch of bad stuff, like losing his wife and losing his job. And he didn't want the cycle to continue. So he buys the barrette and makes sure that Rami is happy with his decision that he killed someone. And that way he won't lose his family and he can kill more people as a cop. 
Yeah, that feels very tonally deaf when you put it that way. Yeah, I guess I didn't really think of it like that. Like, I think, like, um, that, I mean, that was Denzel Washington trying to um, clear Remy's consciousness, saying, like, hey, don't worry, we got the guy, even though they might not have. He's just trying right. to make Remy not, um, you know, fall apart. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I, I, I mean, like, that's why he was digging all those holes, right? He was hoping to find that girl. Right, yeah. Just to prove that he was the killer. Yeah, because, yeah. like, obviously he feels remorse about killing uh, Jared Leto's character. Mm-hmm. That is a good point. I actually didn't think about that. So they never found that girl. So if she was still alive at that point, and they assumed they had killed the killer, they basically killed that girl. What? Yeah, can you say it again? Well, so the girl had disappeared, right? Mm-hmm. And if she was alive and they killed Jared Leto, thinking he was the murderer, then they're going to stop looking for the murderer, which means they basically killed that girl by not looking for her because they thought they had already killed the murderer. Oh, I see. So but, really- but, was, but the um, the feds were going to come and take over that case, right? I, right. I hope so- they did because Rami and Denzel were doing a terrible job. Yeah, I don't know how you stuff an entire apartment bag in, in trash bags and <laughs> yeah. fit it in the back of your truck yeah. without yeah. someone noticing. Yeah, right. In like the middle of the night. Yeah. And you know how many times you'd have to open and close your front door? Oh, yeah. millions. Seems like the thing to do is park your truck under a window that is like a, underneath the apartment, like in the apartment. Mm-hmm. And that, well, I guess he had a canopy cover on it, didn't he? Yeah. So you have to take that off. Which yeah. is gonna look suspicious, and then you're throwing trash bags out the window in your truck, right? <laughs> Which makes even more, at like midnight, <laughs> it's like yeah, makes more, more sense. You, you're not a good, you can't cover up crimes, Tim. Apparently, well, apparently the people who can't who wrote this movie can't cover up crimes either. Yeah, let's rate it. Okay, I mean, I feel like this. I mean, in our previous podcast, right? The problem with our rating systems, everyone has a different one. <laughs> <laughs> and because of that it makes it, it it's i don't know it comes off as like a bit i guess and not like a true review which we can definitely keep doing I guess that's fine. but but maybe that's good maybe that allows more people to uh cast a wider net you know okay. if we all use one system then yeah that is a good point um if if you want to rate it is all right if i put your guys's reviews like with your name next to it on on my review of the movie so that people know what, what you thought of it yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let me write Who reads No one. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> My website traffic is just me checking to make sure the website is working. <laughs> well, yeah. I guess uh, I'll go first. I'll rate okay. it. On a scale of negative 10 to 10, uh-huh. I would rate this a negative 7. Okay, wow. pretty bad. Pretty low. Uh, I'd give it a, a 6.6. And that's just out, out of 10? Out of 10 out of 10? Uh, zero, 0 out of 10, I'd give it a 6.6. Okay. So above average? Uh, I'd give it a 6.6. And I think so, uh, people just have to trust their gut on what that means to them. <laughs> so you liked it more than an average film? I'd say this... What I don't know. What's an average film, you know? <laughs> mm. Let's not get into this discussion. Yeah, I agree. Let's not. It's just it's 6.6. <laughs> okay, great. Love it. 6.6. 6. 
Is that six repeating? 6.66 repeating? Nope, it's only one decimal point, 6.6. Okay. okay, and uh, on my review, you can read, uh, I give this a one out of five. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good. So one is good and five is bad, right? One is out of five. So out of five oh. possible points, this one got one point. I see. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and it got three phone checks. So, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. And it's yeah. probably like, that's I don't know what it would be out of though, right? Like I guess it just go to infinity. Yeah. yeah. Like I guess the worst you could do is you never looked up from your phone. Yeah. Yeah. Is, then is that one phone check? Like one really long. Like maybe it should be yeah. like how many minutes you spent on your phone while actually watching this movie. But no, that yeah. wouldn't make sense because it would only it would be like less than a minute because I was just checking the time. Yeah. So maybe it's like three individual checks for a combined time of one minute. I think we're onto something. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I think you do touches times minutes looked at phone. And also what websites you're going to. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you were checking your uh, taxes or doing your taxes <laughs> on your phone, that would score a, a higher percentage than if you were, I don't know, looking at uh, a donkey show on, mm -hmm. uh, on like Pornhub.net. Mm -hmm. Net? Yeah. The free version? I do dot RU. <laughs> What's RU? Russia. Why would you do dot uh, RU? What was that? Why would you do dot RU? Um, I just like being yelled at in Russian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We'll legitimately end the podcast here. <laughs> All right, why don't we call it there? Um, yeah, and that was uh, our discussion of the little things. If you're interested, you can read my review on it uh, on the website, raisedbymovies.com. Uh, you can check out some of our other reviews there. And uh, yeah, signing off. We'll see you uh, in the next episode.